Welcome to episode five of the From the Host podcast. I'm your host, Mike Shogren, here with Mike Riley. Today, we're talking about should you turn on Instant Book on Airbnb? Yep. So, quick shout out to Tristan. Um, Tristan's got eight properties now live with five more coming on soon. And this time last year, he didn't have any. Um, he has just crushed it with his um, co hosting business. And for February, 2022, he's got $50,000 of gross revenue just on Airbnb. And then in March already, he's got $93,000 booked in gross revenue for March. Uh, and that doesn't even include VRBO. So he's crushing the game uh, with his co-hosting business. But I wanted to get into one uh, scenario or one question that we've been getting all the time is, should we turn on instant book for our listings? So, Mike, what, what do you think about it? I mean, we do. We have it on for all of our listings. And I've, again, the question can always be, it depends, right? So we've got some other mastermind students that have really high-end properties, like ultra, ultra luxury properties that they're just not comfortable with it. So they don't make every guest inquire. But I would say for the majority of people, the answer is yes, right? It definitely bumps you up in their algorithm. It bumps you up in their search results. And you can set up certain parameters, especially on Airbnb, that you can only accept instant book from uh, certain types of guests. And what I mean by that is you can set it, configure it in the settings so that you can only accept instant book from guests that have a completed and verified profile on Airbnb, uh, that have a government-issued ID uploaded on file and verified, and that have positive reviews from other hosts, right? So they've already stayed with somebody on the platform and that host said, yes, this was a good guest, I would recommend them, right? So if you have all three of those, completed and verified profile, government-issued ID on file, and they've stayed with somebody else and somebody else is like, yeah, they were a good guest, I'd recommend them, then yeah, I would turn it on, right? And that's, again, another advantage of Airbnb to a lot of the other platforms is you don't really have that option, right? It's on you to verify a lot of the guest information. It's on you to handle all those types of things. In a site like booking.com that we get asked questions all the time, it's just instant book, right? Like it, that's just it, right? So there's no parameters, there's no nothing like that. So um, for Airbnb, I recommend it. Again, unless you have some crazy, super high-end luxury, 10, $20 million place that you're not comfortable doing that. And even then you can always go back to Airbnb and I believe they give you three uh, free yeah. cancellations, right? If somebody instant books and you're not comfortable with the reservation, you can cancel it and it doesn't ding you on your profile or go against your super host status. So, yep. yeah. And one more, th one more thing you can do with Airbnb is you can actually have them fill out a pre booking message. So you can require them to fill out this pre booking message. And what we do with ours is the first question or what we say is, Hey there, thanks for your interest in booking our property. A few questions about your stay. Uh, one, what's the purpose of your stay? Like, why, are you, why are you coming? Number two, how many people will be staying? Because a lot of the times people will search and just put in like two guests, but then actually it's like nine guests. And you want to let your cleaners know ahead of time. You also want to know how many people are going to be there. Um, it can also change the occupancy taxes. So you want to be aware of that. Um, and then three, you can have some other information, like how many cars are you going to have? If you've got you know parking restrictions, I've got that with one of my units. Um, and then the last thing is the last question we ask is, have you read the house rules and do you agree to them? Um, so we ask those four questions to every single one of the, the guests. And if they respond and agree, 
um, then we accept the booking. So, um, or I guess it auto accepts. And then if they, you know, filled out that message, which actually I've never had this happen, they filled out the message and they didn't agree, uh, we can obviously go in and cancel. So, um, yeah. yeah so bottom line, it, it's a great way to get more bookings. Again, think of it from a traveler perspective. If you're going out and you're trying to book a stay somewhere, typically you're doing it on your phone. Maybe you're in the bathroom on your lunch break, like whatever you're just trying to think quick. It's an, when it comes to sales in general, you want to create the least amount of friction as possible for a guest or for your customer to close a sale. So by allowing instant book, it creates the least amount of friction. They like your place. The dates are available. They agree on the price. They agree on your house rules. Boom. They can instant book. So yes, I would turn on instant book on Airbnb. And again, for me, we have those parameters set up where they can only instant book if they meet those parameters. If they don't, then they have to send us a message and then our team will respond back, you know, <clears throat> make sure that you have the completed profile, uh, make sure you have your government issued ID uploaded. And then we ask the questions that Mike talked about, about what brings you to the area and all those different things if they don't have a positive review from another host, right? So it's just another way to verify for us. So if they have to send an inquiry because they don't meet our parameters, those are the questions that we ask. So. Anything else you want to add to that, Mike? I think this one's short and sweet. It's a no, super it's common a, question, but we wanted to get this yeah. one out there for everybody. Super common. And and also it helps you with the algorithm for, for Airbnb. So if you have instant book on, they put you higher in the algorithm when people, people are searching. So um, it's great to have on. However, just make sure you have those parameters set and you should be good. Love it. Love it. And again, this is a newer podcast, a subset of the Short-Term Rental Secrets podcast. So this comes out on Mondays on YouTube, and then it releases on all the podcast platforms on Wednesday, the following Wednesday. So if you want first access to these episodes, head over to YouTube and subscribe to the Short-Term Rental Secrets channel, and you'll get first dibs on all of these. And if you're really looking to take your business to the next level, then you should apply to the mastermind. Check out the free masterclass on the website, strsecrets.com, and then apply to the mastermind to see if it's going to be a good fit for you. You can go to strsecrets.com slash apply and join the 300 plus other active short-term rental investors all over the world that are building, scaling, and automating their short-term rental business. So that's it for this episode. Hope you're having an amazing day and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, STR Nation, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. And in the comments, let us know what topics you want us to cover on upcoming episodes, and we'll make sure to get that in the books for you. And if you really want to learn how to launch, automate, and scale your short-term rental business, if you want to go deeper, then check out our free masterclass at strsecrets.com.